Hey everybody, welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always is my good buddy. This is Ryan. And this week we are wrapping up Persona 4 Golden. But before we jump right into that, uh, I would like to touch on, uh, bro, that Sony reveal. I don't want to touch it. We'll touch more on it next week because I know it's uh, it's late here when we're doing this because it took me all day to beat Persona. But, uh, man, Final Fantasy 16 looks beautiful. I'm still behind. I haven't been able to actually catch up on all that stuff yet. We were still at the hospital when that event happened. Oh, yes. Theo was born this week. Yes, yes. So congratulations on that, good sir. Yeah. Sure. So I definitely have to catch up on those on that news for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, when you get a chance to watch it, um, the ones that stuck out to me were the Final Fantasy 16, uh, the Hogwarts Legacy game. Yeah. Uh, I did see the Hogwarts Legacy one, and I am very torn. Right? Yeah, I know. I know a, a few different people who seem to be torn about it. It's like it looks amazing. I want to get it. I love the Harry Potter universe, but I don't want to support a super anti-trans J.K. Rowling by giving her more money. She can go fuck herself. Yo ho ho, matey. You know what I'm saying? Yo ho ho, matey. Our pirating. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, if that's you know, if that's the way you feel about it, dude, fucking. I'll get it on GOG or something, and I'll just give it to you that way. Is it is it going to be a Sony exclusive, or is it no. going to be no? It's it's a, I think it's a Sony console exclusive, but uh, it's coming to PC as well. Is it? That's, that's so, cool. so is Final Fantasy 16. Like all of these games that say they're console exclusives, they're just talking about consoles because all of them are coming to PC. Yeah. I, I knew that. I know, like, Microsoft and Sony, and I think Nintendo is the only one who's lagging behind, but a lot of people oh, yeah. are. Nintendo doesn't want nothing to do with that. They're doing, like the, like you're saying, console exclusive, but all of the games are also going to PC. Yeah, and it's fantastic. It's great, great. great for people I like know. us, yeah. <laughs> I finally need to start building my my PC, so... Yeah, man, and uh, once once you do that, you'll be you'll be up here with me running some shit, running yeah. some shit. Uh, I I'm sure there was some more news, but I want to go ahead and jump right into Persona because yeah. while it's all fresh on my mind, um, sure. so I know you have been uber busy with you know having a kid and such this week, so I will uh, try to fill you in as best as I can. Um, yeah, fill me in on uh, well, the, we I think. I last left off was watching you run through that strip club dungeon. Yeah, for re- saving Rise. Yeah, yeah, that was the last thing that you saw. Um, so I'm going to touch on the dungeons and sort of like how I felt about the ending and kind of my, my compared experiences with this in Persona 5, but I don't want to delve too much into like the character development, like as far as the social links and stuff, because... I just, I really think that if you're listening to these episodes about Persona and you haven't ever played the game, like, I might be spoiling some of the story for you, but that's really not the the meat and potatoes of this game. The story's really good, don't get me wrong, 
but it's building that the relationships and becoming attached to the characters where really persona comes into play highly for me at least yeah um so after you save Rise, uh she basically takes over as what teddy was doing like teddy's nose he said his nose dries up and he can no longer kind of smell where the perps are at in the world so Rise's persona allows her to see through the fog a lot better than anybody else so she can kind of pinpoint where people are at so you meet uh or you have met but you start coming into contact more with Nauto, yeah. who is this young uh detective and Nauto is basically kind of on to you guys like he's heard about the midnight channel and things like that so yeah, i think i'm pretty sure he overhears a conversation you guys are having in june s if i remember correctly and uh tells you guys you know this game this game is not over yada yada so i'm thinking at the time oh well maybe maybe he's the killer maybe Nato's the killer uh but turns out uh no because he is the next person that gets kidnapped so you have to go in and save Nato. now through doing this uh you find out Nato is a girl not a boy that she is just putting that on and uh not to delve into into too much but through her social link you find out why she uh claimed to be a boy and you know dressed to the part and things like that and it's it's a really it's a really cool cool story um you save her you beat the persona at the end of that dungeon um i believe it was about 10 floors deep or so uh I think some of the stuff I've been doing, like research-wise, it says I think a, a fair number of the dungeons go ten floors deep. Yeah, it seems to be a, the uh, the good number that they chose because uh, I mean that seems like a good amount to me instead of having to go through like twenty floors. I think they're like a good ten is not bad. Uh, I think any more than that would have started getting a little tedious. That's just me. Uh, so you save Nalto. Nalto joins your party and uh, Kanji could not be happier even though he doesn't want to admit it he is super stoked nosebleeds everywhere keeps getting nosebleeds which <laughs> it's just always cracks me the fuck up that's uh, like that's just a typical anime thing like it always cracks me up too oh, yeah. old, old dragon ball every time master roshi sees any <laughs> female just <laughs> gusher yeah for sure uh, so, after you save Naoto, uh, you you guys kind of wait around and you wait for the midnight channel to come on again, and no one shows up. So you've done your job. You've you've saved the person. Um, now, man, you know I've played this like the last three days straight, and it's like it's all blurring together. But I'm pretty sure that after that, it's calm for a little bit, and then you get a a letter that says don't save anymore and you're like what in the fuck and then you get another letter that says you know if you if you save more and this is over like a couple weeks but it's like if you save more people i'm going to hurt someone close to you oh shit and at that point i'm like oh fuck he better not fucking hurt nanako whoever this is better not fucking hurt nanako so you go up and you watch the 
the midnight channel next time it comes on and you see the the silhouette of what looks like a little girl and i was like oh no well turns out next day nanako gets kidnapped bastards and you guys find out who it who it is it's this this delivery guy named namate or namate yeah namate and he it ends up that dojima it's like starts going after this fucker like driving full speed like chasing him car chase and they end up getting of course course. (laughs) take his daughter yeah so you they end up getting into a wreck turns into liam neeson from (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly uh he gets into a wreck and he's all fucked up on the ground so they call the ambulance and everything and uh there was a tv in the back of this truck because uh namate was a delivery man and that was why he was able to snag people without people noticing because like he's just a fucking local delivery guy yeah so you uh Oh man, my my mind just completely blanked. Oh, so you you go into the, the TV after him to go try to save Nanako, and sure enough, they're in there, <clears throat> and he's got her, and uh, you know you're trying to talk him off the ledge and everything, and he kind of st- 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 like stumbles a little bit, and that's the point where you guys are able to run up there and hit him, and he lets go of Nanako, so you grab her and pull her back, and then his shadow comes out, or he like turns into like this weird shadow monster thing. And you got to fight him, boss fight, you know. And yeah. it was it was a pretty tough tough boss fight. Nothing super bad, but uh, I've had easier for sure. <clears throat> and after that, you you take him out of the TV world with you, and <clears throat> Nanako goes to the hospital. Uh, Namate goes to the hospital, and Dojima is in the hospital. Well, uh. Nanako's condition suddenly gets worse after a few days of them being in the hospital and uh, you go running in there and like as she's holding your hand she dies brutal and at this point I started welling up took a picture of myself sent it to you and was like motherfucker and I messaged James our buddy from the JRPG report and I just said I have tears in my eyes and I don't even have to tell you what just happened. Because, you know, he knows we're playing this. He's played it before. So he writes me back and he goes, uh, yeah, man. It was brutal. He got me too the first time. And he's like, I feel for you. And I was just like, fuck. So you guys go to talk to uh, Namate to figure out what the hell, like, why he did all of this. Uh, you also stop Dojima, who's all fucked up from the wreck, trying to go into this room to quote unquote have a chat yeah. with him. Is that <laughs> what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like, he, you get him out of there. You guys go in there and talk to him. While you're in there, Teddy is standing next to Nanako still, and he's talking about how he's so sorry he couldn't save her. Just, he just gets completely distraught. And he lays his head down on her. So, back in Namate's room, 
you guys are talking to him and you, you let him know that like yeah we we know about this TV world obviously uh you need to tell us what the fuck is going on and he starts explaining that he was trying to save these people and you're like save them by killing them and he's like no 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 i di- i didn't kill anybody he said i saw the the reporter lady was his girlfriend or whatever at the time like she, when she was having the affair in the beginning of the game it was with this guy and he said he saw her on the midnight channel and then she turned up dead and then he saw the Saki girl on the midnight channel and he tried to warn her about it but she thought he was just a weirdo and then she turned up dead so the, he says that the night that his girlfriend was on the tv he walked up to the tv and touched it and his hand went in and he was like oh man what in the hell so he figured that nobody else can get in there he could put people in there and they would be safe because when they show up on the midnight channel they die so from that point on he started kidnapping people and throwing them into the tv to try to save them yukiko being the first one and i was like well Back to square fucking one. Who killed them? Because <laughs> he's he's pretty much telling you the truth. You know, you yeah. figure he's he's being honest with you. And so you're back to square one, and you guys now there is a pivotal moment. Here's where you can get the bad ending of the game. Yusuke is freaking the fuck out and wants to throw Namate. God, I think that's his name. I'm probably going to be saying it wrong the whole episode. <laughs> he wants to throw him into the TV and just leave him in there to die. And you, I said, hold on, no, cause something's not right about this. And that's when you find out all this other stuff. So that happens before you talk to him. But he, you can uh, get the, the, it's called the accomplice ending. And that's where, like, if you do that, then the game will end there, and you end up being charged as one of uh, the killer's accomplices, which we'll get oh, to. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, I keep saying that a lot. So, uh, but I'm trying to rehash so much information that I I've taken in. Been, you, you've had to hit this game pretty hard the last couple of days, and I'm sure it's all. Yeah. Blurred. Yeah, it is. Believe me. Burnt, a little bit of burnout. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of Persona the past few days. Um, so you find out that the killer, uh, you guys do some deducing, and it's like, it had to have been somebody who could walk up to your house and deliver those notes without anybody noticing. And you go around town, and you're asking around town, like, have you seen anybody suspicious? And nobody has seen anybody suspicious. So it has to be somebody that no one would find to be suspicious. And the only person that came to my mind that it could possibly be is the person that I thought it was from the beginning of the game. That and fucking cat. <laughs> that, oh, that, that's good. That, that was good. That got me. <laughs> um... So, from the beginning of the game, Dojima's partner, Adachi, seemed very sketchy to me. And yeah. it's because I've already played Persona 5. And in Persona 5, 
spoilers. This might be the first time I've ever given spoilers for Persona 5 to anybody. Uh, Akechi turns out to be the bad guy, and he's like the junior detective police type guy. And so from the beginning, when I saw Adachi and I saw his stupid fucking face, I was like, that's the guy. I bet he I bet he's the fucking killer. It's just something about it. And turns out I was right. Uh, you go to the hospital to confront Adachi and Dojima ends up showing up and like you confront him in front of Dojima and of course you're talking about the TV world and Dojima's in the background like what the fuck are y'all talking about somebody please tell me what the fuck y'all are talking about <laughs> and uh you end up like pinpoint where Adachi gets pissed off and runs away and ends up going and hiding in the TV world so you have to go get him and he was not an easy fight either because he was like taken over by part of the shadow conduit things that were causing all the problems and he you end up having to fight so the, the fog the reason that Nanako got sick is because she was in the you know in the shadow world and the fog in the shadow world affects people that don't have personas yeah. um, well that fog starts leaking out into normal existence so that's why nanako didn't get any better and she died and then it came back because of teddy which teddy is it shows a quick cut scene of teddy just like on this long road with a bunch of fog everywhere and he's like i don't know where i am but i remember who i am now and then he puts his head down and it fades away man at this point i was so invested in this fucking story i'm like Adachi's got to go down, man. He's got to go down. He's got to fucking die for what he's been doing. So yeah, you beat him, and then this giant weird ball thing comes out, and you have to fight that. It's got all the – it's basically the thing that's releasing all the fog everywhere, and you have to destroy that. And once you do, then Adachi goes on some other little spiel, and you guys take him in and throw him into prison. Fuck that guy. Fuck them. And there's a lot, you know, it sounds like I'm just like skipping over a bunch of stuff, but in between this, there is a lot of character building. There's a lot of building your social links. I maxed all of my social links that I had, except the Fox. Um, I maxed. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say I didn't get all of the social links in this first go. Um, Like, I didn't do the PE class at all. Uh, I didn't do band. Um... Ah, uh, you know what? No, I didn't finish Yumi. I didn't finish the girl from Culture Culture Club. But uh, I finished Dojima. I finished Nanako, uh, Yusuke, Yukiko, Chie, Naoto, Kanji. Like, all of your party members, I finished all of theirs. I finished the weird hospital nurse lady who I think was fucking you in the break room. Uh, which, that's a, whole, that's a whole other thing. Um... Uh, and I maxed, oh, God, what's the other, oh, I'm sorry, Marie. I maxed Marie because I knew she's the uh, the golden added character. Marie is probably my favorite character in this game. Yeah. Which is weird because she's not in the original. 
So like if I'm if I'm gonna pick somebody from the original cast, it's probably like Naoto or Yukiko are my favorites. But I really liked Marie's character and how she built over the game. That's cool that they were able to successfully add like a compelling character to the game after the fact. Like yeah, it it, it made me want to. Yeah, once you already have like an established storyline and an established like collection of characters and everything and then to write a completely new one in who can like pass those in terms of like connectability to the target audience it's that's incredible writing it really is yeah it's got me really interested in uh playing through persona 5 royal eventually because of i I played through the original and now they've got this more the added stuff uh, the new character, two new characters in Persona Royal. So, you know, I'll, I'll get into that eventually. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so basically, after that, you get a Dachi, you put him in jail, and you go through a whole bunch of other character building stuff. Now, at this point, is where I think the Golden Dungeon came in because you guys go on the skiing trip. <clears throat> You and Yukiko, or first of all, a couple like a week or two before this, Margaret, who's the lady who sits in the uh, velvet room with Igor and Marie, yeah. uh, contacts you and says that Marie has left the car and they don't know where she went. So okay, she was. Is, so we're up to where I was watching you play today. Yes. On our Discord channel. Yeah. So you. Uh, you have to just basically just live your life until Margaret tells you that she's ready. Well, when you guys go on the skiing trip, uh, I chose Yukiko because she was my waifu. Uh, and we went down the slopes and stuff together and ended up in a shack because there was a snowstorm and we couldn't find the lodge. And you know. So we go in there and there's a TV and we see the TV flicker. But the TV's not plugged in. So it's like... Well, what the fuck? So you guys go over there and start checking it out. Then everybody comes bursting in, and they think that you guys are fucking in the corner. It's like, no, we're not. But, you know, thanks for the uh, assumption. <laughs> You're giving, giving me some credit where I don't think credit is due, but I appreciate it. Uh, so you guys check out the TV, and this hand reaches out and grabs Chie. <laughs> <laughs> and starts pulling Shie in. So all you guys grab her to try to stop. Well, you all get yanked into the TV because apparently Margaret has superhuman strength. She's fucking yanked in like seven or eight of you at a time. Just whoosh. So she pulls you into the hidden forest. Hollow forest. Oh, the, it yeah, it was, I'm sorry, the hollow forest. And this is where Marichan is at. And as you go through it, you hear her poems that she wrote throughout the game, which, again, uh, I don't really want to get into because I don't want to spoil the character building stuff. But um, her poems are going, and you're going deeper into this dungeon, deeper into this dungeon. Until Some of those poems were brutal, though. Like, oh, yeah. you they, should. They got, they got really deep. Like, you would randomly find them throughout the game when you'd go to the the velvet room she wouldn't be in there and one of them would be laying on the floor and she was always like god damn it i put this in my pocket how the fuck did it get there <laughs> uh but yeah so you you get to the end of this dungeon 
and it's like all these memories the memories of loneliness memories of pain memories of sorrow memories of happiness like all of this type of stuff you go through all of these floors yeah. you get to the end and murray chan's there well i'm sorry but well, first of all you would get about halfway through it and she meets you and tells you to that she has to die to save the world um because she you know is part of the fog she is the fog holder all the fog is inside of her and then she disappears so you guys are like oh shit should we let her die? And of course your character is like, fuck no, let's go save her. So you guys head further and further in. So once you get to the very end, you find her and she's got this weird fucked up eye. It looks like a, a green Sharon gun. I remember right? your reaction. You were like, what the fuck is up with her eye? And, and then the very next dialogue piece was Kanji. It's like, what's up with her eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, what's up with her eye? Oh man, I love Kanji. What a good character he was too. Uh, but so you have to you you fight her, and about I don't know one third of the way through her health bar, she gives up the will to fight. And then you come out, and basically, she's pissed off at you guys because she knows she needs to die, and you guys are like, "No, there's got to be another way." So she says that she's going to try to shut her mind off and let the fog take her over and you can defeat that beast and maybe that will save her. Uh, so, that's exactly what happens. Uh, this big fucking monster comes out and it was... It fucking reflected everything but yeah, almighty damage. Watching you do it and then as you were watching it, I pulled up some stuff and was reading about it. It's a pretty brutal boss fight. Like, it's not i i believe it has no weaknesses other than like one move and then that one move isn't even like super effective it just does like normal damage and not to mention that when you enter this dungeon all oh, of your, yeah. all of your items are taken away that that was fucked that was fucked i when had that happened like, god damn it i would probably turn off the game right then and there like dude, fuck dude, this game at one point i had like 8 million yen right because i just did a lot of farming yeah. at one point and i had spent so much i had 50 of every item so that way i was just ready to go and then i get to this final dungeon and just wipes it all gone gone or i say final dungeon it's not the final dungeon but it's the the uh, the special dungeon it's so golden dungeon. you only the, you only get the items that you gather through this dungeon so you the boss fight is fucking hard because the only damage that it doesn't reflect is almighty damage. And luckily, I had two characters in my character with Beelzebub as my persona, which was dope. And Naoto, we both had almighty damage attacks. That's awesome. So, I, we, we used those and persevered. It was a fucking tough boss fight, but we, we persevered. And save Marie... You know, she, she falls down and she's not responding or anything and you guys are all holding her and people are like upset and Teddy's like, no, and goes up and starts rubbing his fur on her face and she comes to and tells her, tells him, like, get, get off me. <laughs> and she turns out to be all right. You know, you, you saved the day again. Yeah. So at this point, I knew that the end of the game was coming up, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. So I'm not going to lie. I looked up a spoiler-free guide that would not tell me anything, you know, ending or wise or anything. But it did say, on the day 
after on the March it's March nineteenth, I believe, or March twentieth, one of the two. Uh, you you have to go around and speak with all of your confidants, the people that you raised your social links with. <clears throat> you have to go talk to them all, and you talk to everybody, and then it asks you to go talk to Dojima and Nanako. So you go and talk to them. You know, you assure Nanako that you're gonna miss her, you're not gonna forget her, all that type of stuff. And then it asks you if you want to go home. The guide said, don't go home. So I said, all right. I'll check this guide out. And I didn't go home. I went back to Juness and met up with all my friends. And I had gotten a letter. So I pulled the letter out, and it was from Adachi. From jail. And he was telling me that the more he thought about it, the more he was wondering who actually gave him that power in the first place because he didn't have it before he came to Inaba. Yeah. And neither did you. And neither did Nama Tame. So. That gets the wheels spinning again. Exactly. You're back to to square one. Exactly. So So you start thinking, who is the first person you met in town? And it's like, well, it was... My uncle and my niece, Dojima and Nanako. Yeah, Dojima and Nanako. So you go back to the Samagawa floodplains, head to the riverbank. They're hanging out down there. Uh, you thought that Dojima was getting ready to drown Nanako. <laughs> and they, you talk to him, and he starts talking about, well, we were at the gas station, but it was just us. He didn't really remember shit. It was Nanako, fucking MVP right there. And she's like, well, didn't you talk to that weird gas station dude? And you're like, oh, wait, yeah, I did. And Dojima's was like, oh, I wouldn't say he looked weird, but now that you mention it, I had never seen him before, and I don't think I've seen him since. And you're like, oh, that's that's odd. So you got to go track some shit down. So you go back. And start walking around the town. And no one's seen anybody you're talking about. Like, you start walking up to people just like, hey. Hey. Did you give me this power? Did you give me this did power? Did you give me this power? Who are you? Why did you do this? Yeah. And and everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, I eventually, I went into the velvet room. And Igor is like, oh, very interesting. I'm going to... Whatever the fuck, and he summons a bunch of these truth crystals that are floating around that apparently you have done throughout the whole game, and he brings them together into an orb. It's called the Orb of Sight, I think it was what it was. And no, basically, yeah, basically, cool. when you have it, nobody can lie to you. You can see through bullshit. Yeah. So you go walking out, and who's the only person left in town but that weird gas station dude? So you go up, you talk to him. He he reveals, yeah, he gave you that power, and he gave Adachi that power, and he gave Namatame that power. He's like, yeah, I gave it to you all to shake up boring life in this little town. I want to, you know, yada yada yada. Reveals his true self to be Izanami, which I thought was the female version of Izanage like I thought that they were like intertwined but I, I guess I, I could be wrong but I might be right I have no idea I'm gonna I'm gonna be blunt and honest with you guys I stopped here and I will probably cover the last fight at the beginning of our next episode before we cover the next game 
um, because at this point today, I've played Persona for over 12 hours. Actually, I started playing this morning at f- 5 o'clock. Yeah, you started pretty early this morning. I remember so, when you messaged me. So about 15 hours today. 15 to 17 hours I put in on this fucking game. With, with with some time, you know, to take into, like, go... We have so many games on the list that are less gameplay hours than just that. <laughs> My Steam... Now, I, I, won't, I won't lie. There were two nights that I stood in Dojima's house and went to sleep listening to Signs of Love. So there's probably a good 20 hours to this that isn't actual gameplay time. But my Steam says, you've played this game for 112 hours. Would you like to recommend this to other players? Brutal. That's so many hours. I know, and this isn't the longest game on our list. Well, yeah, no, for sure it's not. I know there's a couple other ones on there that are ridiculously long there's going to be some games that i'm just going to go ahead and apologize to the listeners now there's some games that are probably going to be like six parts long like there's just nothing we could do about it you know what I mean? yeah, like, nothing we can do for sure uh but i know we we got quite a bit quite a bit of shorter games hopefully a short game comes up on the there, on the list next so that i can even probably attempt to get some actual gameplay in again i do believe that uh the majority of the games are shorter than they are long, but you know, I I don't know. Um, but man, I as a whole on on the whole, as a whole, Persona Four Golden is a fucking phenomenal game. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Where would you rank it, or how would you grade it against five? Story for story for story for story personas versus for personas like character okay. development versus character development. Right off the bat, four has better character development. Yeah, I'll give them that. I might get fucking flamed for this. I preferred Persona Five story to Persona Four story. The murder mystery was cool and all that, but the story in Persona Five just caught me more. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like a, a murder mystery. It was more like a psychological type of was mystery. five your introduction to the Persona yes, franchise. That too is that was also my uh, first. Maybe that's why it holds a little bit more. And like o- and obviously, Persona Five's newer. It's more polished. The battle systems are smoother. Like it's yeah, it's a lot more. And uh, in the older Persona games, when you wanted to gain Persona. Uh, it was like a card thing where it would shuffle a deck of cards and you might get yeah, a I card with a that. persona on it, right? In Persona 5, they bring back the interrogation thing from the Shin Megami Tensei series, which is when you beat a persona, if you weaken it, you can all-out attack it or you can ask it to be part of your group and then you can take it in if you're strong enough. So the playing through and that, and that was being different was a little was a little weird for me at first, you know what I mean? But yeah. I got used to it. But uh, the character building was fantastic. Like, I feel like those kids are my best friends. You know, like, it's it's really, they did a really good job. Now, that's not taken away from, from Persona 5 because both these games are fantastic in their own way. But I would give the edge to 5, but I think that might be just because, A, 
like you said, that was my first introduction to the series. B, it's more polished. Yeah. You know, and C, its music is tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's not to say the music for Persona 4 Golden was bad because it was not. It was it was also fantastic, but I think the, the Persona 5 soundtrack edges out a little more for me because Persona 5 soundtrack is more jazzy and less J-pop. Gotcha. But man, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Um, How about on a one to ten Persona scale? If I had to give it one out of ten Personas, well, I gave Persona Five a ten out of ten. Um, so I would give this a nine. Nine. A nine. Um, room for improvement, but not much. In fact, nine point five. I'll give it a nine point five. I I really really liked it. Uh, that's good. I stick the characters themselves, man. I can't get over like how well they did with that. Yeah. Like the Kanji's story and Naoto's story in particular were just very, very well done in my opinion. And there's characters that I didn't even get to. Like apparently one of the social links that you can get is Saki's brother. I had no idea. That one's gotta be brutal. I had no idea. Oh, when, when you first meet him, He's like, yeah, I'm Saki's brother. Are you friends with that Yosuke dude? Well, I fucking hate him. And I hate you too. And he just walks off. And you're like, all right. <laughs> all right. All righty then. Um, Let's work on that social, that social score. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but that leads me to... This was a pretty good port. I uh, I only had it freeze up on me a couple different times. And in the amount of time that I played, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a little bit of a problem, but I'm sure it's just how the quality of my laptop, as far as, like, performance goes. The, the gameplay itself didn't give me any problems, but all the anime cutscenes were choppy and laggy. Yeah, and... it might have been they were trying to render at a higher resolution than your laptop yeah, wanted to. Probably. I it played pretty well as a port, like you're saying. Yeah. Compared to what what was that game that we had that was a port that did not play very well? It's probably Corpse. Party, I was gonna say it was a Corpse. Like, Corpse Party was a yeah. uh, a PSP or a Vita game, one of the two. Yeah. And it with was probably that one, and it it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. But. And and that's another thing that I have to I have to remember about this game comparing it to five is that Persona Five was made for a PlayStation Four, Persona yeah. Four was a PS Two game, and then was ported to Vita with Persona Four Golden, and was given the extra dungeon and the extra character and stuff. But that's still a Vita game, so yeah. of course the dungeons and the scenery and the places you can go are not going to be as fleshed out as a PS Four game. They're not going to be as big with sprawling and pretty. You know, it's kind of like when uh, we played Ease 7. Yeah. When you jump into Ease 8, eventually when we get there, it's a world of difference. It's a world of difference. So, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, it might be next. We don't know. Right. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, I'm trying to think of any other things I want to touch on before we get to the next game. Um. I will. I will see this game to the end. 
I will. I am so close that I will see it to the end and report back. Um, I do also know that... Are you going to go for just this current ending that you're working on, or are you going to go through and do the whole true ending? I might do the true ending eventually. So it's like another 100 hours of gameplay. Yeah. I, I will tell you this. When I go through and do New Game Plus, I will be cheating like a motherfucker. Yeah, I, just because probably the fastest way to get through it. So. Yeah, it's like I just want to see the end, and so why not just fucking download a trainer and get to it, son? Yeah, or use Wii Mod. I don't know if any of the listeners know about Wii Mod, but it's like a uh, a trainer program. It's got all kinds of trainers in it, and it, it's uh, Mr. Anti Fun is part of it. It's it's a fantastic, fantastic program if you're a cheater like I am sometimes. But I do not condone cheating in online games. If you play online games and you cheat, you fucking suck. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to cheat at a single-player game, by all means. Yeah. That's like in, uh, in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 online. I, always, I turn my trainer off when I go online just so I don't accidentally even hit it to bring it up because I don't want to get my account flagged and banned and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I'm playing in single-player mode, dude, it's fun to just be in the middle of town and spawn a legendary bull alligator and watch it wreak fucking havoc. <laughs> I bet you that is fun. It's it's great. It's great. I haven't, I haven't played that one yet either. I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. Oh, man. But. One of these days, whenever you have some time, I'll hop on Discord and I'll just go wild with the trainer and show you all the ridiculous shit that I can do <laughs> with it. Uh, all right. Well... Wow, we're 40 minutes in. I talked really quickly about all of that, I guess. I yeah. thought that this was going to go a lot quicker, or I mean a lot longer, but... It could have been, but like you said, you you just wanted to touch on like the, the, the main storyline and like some of the dungeons and gameplay yeah. style. And I... could, we, we probably could have gone another hour longer just talking about the social aspect and the character development of this game. And that's a big a big thing for me because I can't promise I'm going to do this with every game. But the Persona series, to me, like, you can vouch, like, you know little to nothing about Persona 5, and it's one of my favorite games ever. It's because I'm so against spoiling that game for people. Yeah. You know, it was hard for me to give that little spoiler earlier in the episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was tough because it's such a good game, and I feel the same way about this game except this game's story is cool except i kind of you know i kind of saw it coming but it, to me this game was not i the, what i got from this game was not um, an amazing story i mean don't get me wrong like i said great fucking story but mm-hmm. it was that that character development and you getting to know them so i don't want to ruin that for people because i want them to experience that themselves that way they can be like oh man I totally get what Dalton was talking about. Or they could be like, what the... F- that fat fuck is stupid. What is he talking about? Yeah. This game sucks. I want to play more Corpse Party Blood Drive. Yeah. These guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 
I really want to meet one of those people. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what is it about this game that you absolutely love? Like this, that, that game was hot garbage, and you're sitting here fighting us tooth and nail on the interwebs because you love Blood Drive. Like, and I don't even know if there is a person. I know when, when we were on Maelstrom Radio, uh, yeah. somebody in the chat was like, "Oh yeah, that's universally." panned as a terrible fucking game <laughs> yeah. i was like oh man um but there is probably a chance that i will do a little more talking about persona 4 golden here in the future too because our friend james the jrpg report wants me to come on and discuss it with him about how i liked the pc port and you know how it ran because he played it on vita yeah so That'll be cool. I will uh, keep the listeners informed as to when that is going to be coming out and all that jazz. And when we do it, it's always good to talk to our buddy James. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right. Well, I know. Uh, I know. Steamy's still having throat problems, but yeah, but, yeah, uh, but I know he can still tell us the number. Yeah, so hit. Still kick on that randomizer. Hit me with it. What what number we got, brother? All right. All right. Looks like we. What is that? Three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. Three fifty nine. Um, you, you wanna, you wanna give me I any know. hints? I I know this game. Oh uh, well, that I know this game. That I should have be played it. this game before, and lucky for you, it is a super short game. Hey. Taking a hundred hours into it. I mean, it's not like it's real short. It says completionist is thirty-three and a half hours. Yeah, but, but depending you can on fly the fly through the game in in nine hours, nine hours, nine and hours. Um, see. give me, give me, give me a hint. Give me a hint. Let's see. Um, God. Without giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard to give you a hint without giving it away because I, there's not many other games on the list that are comparable, really. Do you play as a superhero? Yeah, you do. You do. Um, okay, then I know it's not Batman. No, it's not. Oh, well, and that leaves it's one of the Ultimate Alliances, right? Yeah, it's number two. Yeah. Yay! All right, I have never played that game. No, I no. have. So I have this this will be this will be like the exact opposite of this episode. Yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. All right. I mean, both of them are really short. If you want to throw both of them and just do an Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, we could try do, that. Do one and two. If we did just the basic playthroughs on one and two, it's only twenty twenty two hours. Like that's, and I know when the first one came out, one of the guys I was stationed with in the Navy got it, midnight release or whatever. We went back the very next fucking day to return it to GameStop because we had already fucking beat the game, <laughs> and we're kind of like disappointed with how short the gameplay was. But it was still a really fun game. We stayed up all night just flying through that game. Word up! Yeah, I mean we can do that. We can do the uh, Ultimate Alliance one and two. Yeah, let's 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 hit both of them up. Cool, man. Sounds good to me. Um, real quick, 
um, Deadpool in either of them? Do you know? I don't remember. Honestly. I don't know. I don't know because I know there's like a weird contract dispute with Deadpool. Yeah. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's X Men that I'm thinking of. That I think isn't there a weird thing between like X Men's not owned by Marvel, or they're owned by Sony or something, or maybe it's the movie rights or something. I don't know. It might, it might be the movie rights. I think there might be a couple X Men, but not like the full lineup or the full team. I think there's just like maybe some of the more popular characters. It's been forever since I played these games. I don't remember most of the characters off the top of my head. But okay, I mean, cool. That's fine. Uh, yeah. well, I will. Uh, I will dive into that later tonight, and we'll. See how that shit goes, man. Um, well, then that leaves us with uh, if you would like to find us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash the steam machine podcast or on Twitter at steam underscore podcast. Um, give us a five star review on iTunes if you will. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, uh, podcast addict, uh, not Stitcher. I have not done Stitcher yet, but uh, basically anywhere but Stitcher. That you get your podcasts, you can find the Steam Machine podcast. Uh, I recommend Spotify. That's one of the easiest ways to listen to it. Uh, or if you have an iPhone, of course, iTunes. Um, but if you have an Android um, and you don't like Spotify, uh, Podcast Addict is a great app. That's what I use. Um, I'm subscribed to like 200 podcasts. It's some ridiculous amount. Like that's all I do is listen to podcasts. So um, we're out there. We out ya. We out here! Is it like action Bronson style? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, man, I think that, that mic that you got coming would look real nice up there by Mr. Goldblum. Just chilling. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll if there, see. If there's I'll, enough room. I'll have to figure out ways, because I think I'm moving my setup eventually. So we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll do it. Well, uh, is there anything that you would like to touch on before we peace out this motherfucker? I think I hear little Theo having a meltdown, so I'm probably going to have to go tag in and let Mama get a break. Yeah, definitely. Definitely let her get some sleep and let let him know that we'll, uh, we'll beat some people up as his namesake. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways, that'll bring the end of this episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. He's Ryan. I'm Dalton. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, take it easy.